Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm Keisha Milana. And I am Nakia Smith. And today we're joined by Asa Duggar. She's actually a content creator, a believer, an on-camera host, and a brand strategist based in Los Angeles. And she's passionate about all things faith, lifestyle, beauty, and wellness. So how are you today, Asa? I'm doing great, ladies. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. So first of all, I am jealous because you're in California. Yes. It's really cold everywhere else. But <laughs> um, I definitely want to dive into, you know, what got you started as an influencer and yeah. how do you um how do you balance just being an influencer, an on-camera personality, a brand strategist, all yeah. that good stuff? So um my journey in television and pretty much like being on camera and being in front of like, you know, audiences, whether it's on camera, off camera, um, really started when I was kind of like three or five years old. Um, growing up, I kind of was just always in front of the camera. I was that girl that was like always doing the church plays, singing in church, um, in front of all the all the videos for the family. Um, you know how back in the day, like families used to have like those recording cams to take videos of the family and stuff. So I started, I had a passion for being in front of the camera since I was young. And so um, it wasn't until like kind of high school or college where um, I kind of was like, okay, like, I think I can actually do this for a living. Um, Growing up in like a single grandparent home, you know, um, I didn't really see the possibility of it. But of course, watching TV every day, I saw it. Um, So I kind of just started just following my passions, getting in front of the camera, doing YouTube videos telling people what my goals were. Um, In college, I was able to get involved in a lot of um, different clubs and things that gave me the opportunity to get in front of things. And so fast forward to today, now I'm like influencing, I'm working with brands, I'm doing um, hosting jobs. And to be completely honest, it's such a hard, it's so hard to find a balance. I'm still learning each and every day. But honestly, I... um, just take pride in like making sure that I have a routine when I wake up in the morning, making sure that I am resting, um, not working myself until burnout. Um, I'm now branching out my team. I'm creating a team so I can like, you know, delegate and be able to scale um, the different roles and opportunities that are coming in. So um, it's been a journey. I'm still kind of learning that work-life balance, but I prioritize self-care, rest, um, making sure I'm speeding, I'm feeding myself spiritually to make sure I am empowered um, mentally and spiritually and emotionally. So, yeah, that's kind of how I pretty much balance it all. Yeah, you just said a whole mouthful right, right there. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also know that you have journals. Can you tell us about how you got into journaling? What made you want to sell and own your own journals? Yeah. Um, Such a great question. Thank you. So I was raised by my grandmother from when I was like six months old up until like fifth grade. And my grandma has like beautiful handwriting. Like, oh my goodness. She writes so much and she used to write letters. um, And she used to have these journals where she would like literally like talk to God. And I would kind of sneak in her room for candy and like peanuts and little snacks and stuff. And I would always find her journals next to her Bible. And I would kind of open them up and read it and be like, she's talking to God? Like, what? Like, is this like the way that you talk to God? Like, as a kid, I didn't know. So um, my grandma started kind of teaching me like, yeah, you can journal your prayers. You know, sometimes journaling is 
easier than speaking out loud. It's not it's not a um excuse to not be able to pray out loud, but it's definitely something that will help you build that skill. So I learned from my grandmother. Um, thank God for our grandmother's prayers, you know. Um, I started, I continued to journal all throughout my life. And I have, you know, journals that have brought me through some of the hardest moments of my life. Um, journaling has really allowed me to express myself, release, allow myself to pray in times where I feel like I can't even find the words to pray. Sometimes I can write three pages, five pages. Some days I just have one word. Um, so um, journaling has just been that that like communication system that I've been able to use with God to um, just communicate my needs and my my desires and what um you know my what's on my heart. And so I started selling journals because I I realized like people journal but not really. And I'm like, yo, like if if you don't know how to like pray out loud, then you, you maybe you should try journaling. I would tell my friends, and they were like, you know what, that's actually right. And so I started realizing like prayer journals are kind of like the catalyst to help people pray more. And so um, I was kind of like, well, let me go ahead and maybe think about this as a business venture because I want people to be able to experience the deliverance and the love and the grace that I find through journaling. Um, and so I kind of just was able, I'm still like finding different suppliers. I was able to find journals that are faith-based, that have scriptures. And I was able to pretty much... Um, you know, book buy those journals and be able to resell them. And it's just been amazing. People have had some amazing stories. I've had a lot of ladies um, purchase these journals and just pretty much journal their thoughts and then come back with prayer reports. And it's just so amazing to hear. Wow. Yes, that's awesome. I love um, journaling myself. Yeah. And I have like books and journals everywhere. I kind of slack off a little bit I wish I would have journaled a little bit more but one of the things that I love about journaling is going back and seeing some of the things that I wrote down manifest or wow. um, seeing some of the progress that I have made over the years so that's why I love journaling yes that is and that is literally um why I love journaling as well because I literally I'm looking at my <laughs> my shelf right now with like all my books and journals and you know, um, coming from like a one grandparent household, you know, I came from a low income home where like, you know, college wasn't was a was the, was an idea, but it wasn't really like a goal to a lot of people it was like, you know, yeah, like go to college, but people didn't actually know how to give me advice to do that. And so there were times in the high school where I felt so unnoticed, so misunderstood, you know, um, and I was able to express those feelings through my journey. I can only imagine that sounds like, you know, a lot of good stuff that you can look back on when you get even older yeah. and kind of see like your life unfold it. And, you know, if people ever want to do something after you're long gone, it's like they have so much information yeah. and real firsthand experience data from you. So I think that's just like one of the biggest benefits of journaling. Yes. Um, but I wanted to ask you more about just like being an influencer and being in front of the camera. Like, how do you decipher which um, events to go to? Well, of course, I know pandemic right now, but I've seen you at a lot of different events that you posted. So how do you decipher like, OK, this will be good for my brand or this is the event. I feel like it can just help me get more exposure. Yeah. So um, 
my number one thing I tell people is like, yeah, I'm in front of the camera. Yeah, I'm working with these brands and doing all these things. But prayer is my number one strategy, my number one business strategy to everything. So I am very prayerful about every move I make when it comes to my brand or my business. And so usually um, if I see an event, I'll kind of like pray about it. And I'll just kind of ask the Lord to, you know, confirm if that's someplace I need to be. And it will be so funny. It will be like, okay, I saw the flyer for the event one day. And then the next day, somebody that I really aspire uh, to be like, or look up to, it happens to be like the lead host on the panel or something. And I'll be like, okay, wait a minute. This is like confirmation that I might, I might should be there or might should tap into that event. And I'll just continue to pray on it. And usually I have a, a, good discernment to know um but also in times like with covid things are virtual right and so a lot of events have slowed down um there's a lot of there's a lot of um social unrest going around so i've had to be extremely mindful of what events i join to make sure that one their intentions for these events are pure but also making sure that it aligns with not just my brand and my mission but what god has called me to do so um I honestly, I kind of audit these, I audit everything nowadays. Like I'll go on the the event page. I'll look at, you know, um, you know, what the mission of the event is, who's going to be on the panel. What are they going to be talking about? You know, how would this benefit me? But also how can, how can I add value to this event? If I meet somebody, you know, um, can I maybe give them some resources just from having a conversation? Um, what value can I get outside of me just paying money to be in a room with people who are noticeable or who are, who are famous or popular? Um, so I kind of use those things to kind of decipher which events I should go to. Got you. I think that's a great way to just kind of lead with prayer. And then you start noticing signs and you start noticing, um, like you said, little hints or just um small things that allow you to know okay I'm going in the right direction with this I think that's great yeah yeah and then what about when you first got started as an influencer like did you reach out to brands did they start reaching out to you just based on your Instagram did you do free stuff at first like how did you get into that for anybody who may be wanting to be an influencer oh yes so okay so I actually did not want to become an influencer I still kind of don't even want to be an influencer um because my my mission isn't to influence it's to impact and like I feel like on the on like the surface okay yes it's amazing to work with brands and to get paid to post you know pictures and um be able to get paid for that but at the end of the day I want to make sure that there's like a bigger message that's bigger than me and so I actually started this career um in modeling at like 16 years old I started taking photos with like this kid I grew up with. Um, he was like, me and him grew up together. He was he was trying to become a photographer. I was trying to be a model. We would like meet up after school, um, after like homework sessions and stuff and do photo shoots. And so that's kind of how I started getting my foot in the door. Um, people started noticing me on Instagram and I literally like had no followers. I had probably like 30 or 200 followers, 30 to like 200 followers during that time. And um, I kind of just started like creating content and then I would find people that I looked up to and I would be like, okay, well, they're creating content like this. They're using, they're, you know, saying things like this in their captions. I think I need to kind of do the same, but make it my own. So I kind of learned by the people I from I learned from the people I looked up to. Um, and then I just kind of just 
fell into the influencer world where brands were like, okay, well, if we don't hire you as a model, then what if you just shoot it yourself? And I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. You know, like I'm already on Instagram. I already have experience in front of the camera. Yeah, just send me the product. So um, when I first started, I did do some free projects. I um, would do certain product, like certain things for free. Um, there were some times where brands would try to just do too much and I'd be like, uh-uh, you are not about to take advantage of me because I know one day God has great plans for me and I don't want anyone to like take advantage of my likeliness or my image. Um, so I've done like, I've like assisted influencers that I looked up to. I've, um, worked at events for people for free just to get my foot in the door to really get that hands-on experience and to like make the connections I needed to be where I am today. As far as, um, how I'm working with brands, I've pitched myself to brands. I do not have an agency. I don't have a manager. Um, I have friends who um, went to school for PR, went to school for marketing. So I usually kind of ask them like, hey guys, what do you think about this idea that I pitched? Like, how can I make this, you know, spice this up? And they'll be like, oh girl, like, boom, you should think about this. You should like change that wording, add this photo in there. And then Someone would be like, and then another friend might be like, oh, by the way, did you see this post? Um, such and such is looking for a model. You must be available by Friday. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So kind of just using the network I have, um, asking my friends from college for advice. And also I, I pitch myself. So if anyone's looking to become an influencer who's listening, I definitely have a lot of resources I could share on my site, Essentials by Asa. Um, so that's where I coach a lot of micro-influencers and aspiring influencers and creatives. Wow. I think that's amazing. Definitely uh, self-pitching because nobody is going to fight for you to get, you know, all the stuff that you deserve for doing shoots like yourself. So I think that's definitely important. I like that you also use, like, your village and the people around you. So often people like to reach up to already big influencers to try to get help but then you have you have to think about the people who are already around you doing those things so reaching out to your network and utilizing them I think is yeah that's a great point and I really want to speak to that because I feel like a lot of people always think like oh I need to work with the person who has a lot of followers I got to work with the person with the bomb aesthetic I got to work with the person who's already has all these names and stuff and it's like yo, like, it's great to network with those people, but you got to network on your level. Like, you got to network with people who will have the same mindset, the same drive, the same mission to be able to work with them. Because the reality of it is, it's like, um, the people you're working with now, if they on the same Godspeed as you, like, if they on the same mission as you, they got a similar quality in you, most likely y'all going to be on the red carpets together in the future. So those are the people you want to lock in those relationships with now. Um, Just an example of this, um, I went to college with a lot of, like, people who were similar like me, very outgoing, very creative, um, but all of our lives kind of, like, told we were great or told we were going to be something, but also kind of told, we've always been kind of told to dim our light because we need to allow other people to shine. And so I went to college with a lot of people who could relate to that story, relate to that background. We went to college together, we're in classes together, studying to 3 a.m., um in the library together falling asleep you know overnighters and stuff and now like my one of my bros um he's Lori Harvey's photographer and we were in school in New Jersey together now we out here in Hollywood together and it's like crazy like it's like 
it's like, so if I need a photographer or a videographer that I trust to be on set for a big project, I know who to call. I know he's going to deliver, but I also know I could trust him with my image. So that's just a point to um, networking on your level and making sure that you work with the people around you so you don't overextend yourself, you're not spending a whole bunch of money. Every Everybody gets a piece of the pie when you're working with people on your level. I love it. Absolutely. And I've seen... Um... I actually watched your story today and I seen you were talking about just like you took a plant and pretty much related that to like a bigger message and I like loved it but how like how do you decide okay what am I posting on my story like is it pre-planned is it just what whatever is on your heart and your mind um because I definitely like the the reference from the plant to relaying it to like you know, growing. I think that was really, Thank really you. nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so I do pre-plan my content. I have a whole content strategy that I use that I kind of like been working on for a couple of years. And that's actually like that content strategy I put together was literally like a little, it's like a formula. I've been in the kitchen working on that like for years trying to figure out, okay, what content do people want and how do I get that out to them and make sure that it's fulfilling a need or a problem that they have. So I use that content strategy to pre-plan my content. However, lately I have not been planning my content because I feel like the Lord is trying to lead me into being able to be more um, flexible, to being able to be obedient to what he has to say when he needs to say it. So it's like, I can plan content, but if something like that pops up, I need to be able to hop on Instagram and talk about it with the same confidence I would with the pre-planned content. Um, so just giving, just making room for God to, you know, use me in areas where you can't really prepare for. So um, definitely, yeah, I, pre- I, I prep a lot of content. My content's actually done. I'm done shooting all the content for February. I'm actually getting ready to shoot for March next week. Got you. Yeah, and I think that's so important just for your time management to be able to prepare pre-plan stuff and actually have you know content ready to go so you don't feel like you're stressed and waiting for the last minute I think that's so important but can you please um give our audience like maybe one or two gems that you could share like anything you feel like can resonate with them throughout the rest of this day or just really touch they yeah um wow that is okay let me think I'm like lord (laughs) use me um I would say, man, I feel like a lot of people right now, we're in a still position. A lot of people are, you know, um, at home, maybe unemployed or just like, you know, home trying to figure things out. Maybe you had to leave the city that you were in, you know, to just kind of figure things back out because of the pandemic. And I just feel like just continue to have faith and continue to be prayerful about where you want to be. Um, I think a lot of people are kind of frustrated right now. You know, they they have all this built up creativity in them. They know that they're going to be somebody and they know they can do these things. They just need someone to take a chance on them. And I just want to encourage anybody listening, like to continue to press forward, continue to be consistent um, and continue to work, operate in excellence, even when you feel like nobody is watching because someone is always watching and you will, you will get to where you're working your hardest to be. So um, continue to have that confidence and lean on whoever you need to for prayer, for encouragement, for love. Don't do anything out of spite. Don't do anything that you're going to regret. 
and just out of all the decisions that you make, um, just make sure it's a decision that will help you get to where you're trying to be three to five years from now. Um, so I would say that. And also, I don't know, just be present and be still and know that God is God. Thank you. I think that was the good word to leave them with. So can you please let them know where they can follow you on social media? Yeah. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am Asa Duggar. Um, you can also visit my personal website, asaduggar.com. Or if you need any branding advice or how to become an influencer and land paid gigs, um, you can go to essentialsbyasa.com and you can pretty much browse around and submit your information and we could chat about um, how to get you started. Thank you. And make sure y'all go follow our Instagrams as well um, at 21 minutes or less on all platforms. And then our personal Instagrams, mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is Miss Butterfly21 M-I-S-S. And we will see y'all on the next episode. Bye.